And we're back. <laughs> Hello, beloveds. Once again, thank you for joining us on Chatting with Country. I am your co-host, Sadan Long. Um, guess what? We added an extra episode this week. So instead of one episode, we're going to have two. Because people said they wanted it. And we got to the people. Give them what? <laughs> Give the people what they want. For sure. <laughs> So last week, we talked about self-awareness and, you know, just always scanning for the negative, always seeing the negative and how it was affecting your finances. Hey, y'all, I'm country. How y'all doing? No. <laughs> yeah, I was getting to it, man. I wanted to give them a recap so I oh, could give okay, you some okay, room. Okay. Go for it. <laughs> so, yeah, last week... <laughs> We were talking about scanning for the negative and how it was affecting your relationships, your finances, and your friendships. And Country and I were talking over the weekend, and she said, I really think, based on what people are saying and what they're asking, that we should do it twice a week. And I said, that sounds good. So that's how we got here. So now that we got here, Country, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm good this morning. I was, yeah, yeah. For the most part, I am. I cannot complain, right? I was so down for the skip a meal, walk a mile, uh, today, right? But I woke up hungry, so I'm cheating a little bit, and I'm eating a banana. Well, lunch could be skipped. Well, and this is true, but I think I'm just gonna be fat today. I don't want to do anything. (laughs) Well, it is. It is okay to replace. Yes, tomorrow with today. Yeah, because, you know, I did a lot yesterday, mm-hmm. and I did a lot Saturday, so, like... Tell about it, your it was, event. You had a cool event. Tell the people. Okay, so, it's called Relax and Release, and I started the first one, well, I should say, the first one began on March 18th, and I just had the idea to bring women together. Because it's so much going on. And because of COVID, a lot of people are comfortable indoors. Mm -hmm. And those people who used to go out no longer wants to go out anymore. Okay. So I sent out a message just saying, you know, hey, it's me. I don't know what I'm calling this thing, but I want women to come together. Judgment-free zone, a safe space to be in. Mm -hmm. And all you have to do is show up. You don't have to bring anything, but I would appreciate if you bring a friend. Okay. And so the first event, I ended up cooking macaroni and greens and chicken. And we had desserts and uh, we had about 40 women. Oh, wow. And so it was just a great first time. And so we did it again on Saturday. I believe we had 30 women, but Mm -hmm. I got a lot of texts saying, you know, it was other stuff going on and they will be at the next one. But with this one, it was a lot of new people that came. So the word is spreading and I don't like calling it referrals, but a lot of people was just like, Hey, I had a friend that was supposed to be here, but she told me to come. And so for people to feel safe enough to come into the 
environment with us. You know, mm-hmm. some of these people have never stepped foot in the church. Some of them are um, newly just coming back into the building, you know. Mm-hmm. And so for me, it's a thing of where I'm trying to bring the outside in no matter what. I don't care what you look like, what size you are, how old you are. That doesn't matter. I want you to be able to come for two hours and Mm. just take a deep breath, laugh, eat, and don't have to worry about bringing anything. And that's just kind of what I do. So you're trying to put the out in outreach. Yeah. If that's, you know, if that's what you want to say, I'm putting it out in outreach, you know, because I do the purse drive too. And since 2017, well, 2017 was when the vision came. But mm-hmm. 2018 was like the first event. So since 2018, I've given away over 2,000 handbags um, filled with items for the homeless, for um, people like me. You know, they go out to the nursing homes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I I do. I guess I am putting it out in outreach. Yeah, because we got to get outside the four walls, you know, because, I mean, that's truly um, where the people are. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, even if you look at Jesus's ministry, it was in the communities. It was in the places where, you know, people oftentimes Nobody said, go. right. He said you shouldn't be. Yeah. You know, so, you know, like I always like to say, you know, be the support to somebody who has no support. So that is, you know, that is a good thing. And, you know, if you're in the area, you know, how do they find out more about it? You know, that's a good question because I don't even put myself out there like that. Like, all <laughs> what we're all, talking about it. So, look, they, they want to come so to the next I got a whole blank, and I got a friend that will really get on me right now about that. But, um, I just we just go keep I, them posted, just keep tuning in. Yeah, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I, I mean, people can reach out to me or send me an email or something like that, but I am just not not being on advertisement i have always kind of been a word of mouth kind of girl and it always you know produced great fruit and i know i should do better as far as hey guys if you, if, if you if you're interested in attending donating participating promoting it um just leave information in the comments <laughs> <laughs> so you know she can catch up follow up with you you know you know, this, this, this is, we evolving and we growing. I mean, we hope to go from glory to glory. So, you know, we'll get there, but you know, again, you know, we, we appreciate everything you do. (laughs) Yeah. So move it on. (laughs) Move it right along. You can't can't say that we don't keep it a hundred. Right. It kind of is what it is at this point. I'm trying. Right. Look, dang on it, I'm trying. The Lord know my heart. <laughs> <laughs> but at the end of the day, really, realistically, you are doing a wonderful job. So, yeah. But I'm trying. But you know what? I am not one, you know, that look for um, the glory or pets on the back. And, you know, I really move in silence and if I could move and really not be heard you know that's me that's the type of person I am um and always have been I don't make a lot of noise when I come around so well, that's the fun fact about me so you're doing it so you're really doing it from your heart for the people so yeah that that's all that counts and for the people who, like I said who want to participate donate 
promote, you know, just leave your information in the comments and, you know, she'll, she'll follow up with you. Now that I will say, she will follow up with you. It might take her a while, but she'll get there. Right. So, yeah, we, we still talking about, you know, self-awareness and, you know, last week we kind of talked about the, the dark side of it, you know, and how it is affecting your relationships, how it's affecting your ability to earn a living, how it's, you know, affecting your friendships. But this week, you know, we're going to give you some keys to, to becoming more promotable. We're going to give you some keys and, and some um, best practices and some challenges and some homework, too, that will allow you to have better friendships. It will allow you to have better relationships. It will allow you to put yourself in a much better position to get the things that God's trying to give you. You know, because again, every time somebody tunes into this, my belief is that, you know, you are in line for a breakthrough. You're in line for an opportunity because if you weren't, you wouldn't be tuning in to us. So, you know, with that said, you know, we're going to give you three tips, you know, three tips, three, you know, three different perspectives on three different things. One for employment, one for your friendships and one for your relationships. Now, this might actually carry over into two podcasts because we said we want to try to keep them under 40 minutes so that people can actually get through it, listen to it, digest it, apply it without having to feel overwhelmed. So, again, we're trying to do everything we can to make this as fruitful for you as possible. Mm-hmm. So before I get started, anything you got that you want to say? No, I just thank you for being flexible. So we can jump this thing off. Let's get chit-chit-chatting with country. All right. So here we go. So the first thing we want to talk about is actually how to have better friendships, how to, you know, develop that bond and and get a more loyal relationship from your friends. Oh, you just block them all. That's okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, but, you know, the Bible said it ain't good for man to be alone. <laughs> I don't know if we can block everybody. <laughs> you know, we, we might need a few people in our corner. You know what I'm saying? You know, you always the... need a few. I just thought I'd throw that out there so that right. we can say just what we said. Exactly. We need some good ones, though. So, you know, we don't just want anybody in our corner, you know. But here's where you start. I mean, the first thing you really do, and this, this is going to sound counterintuitive, I know. But you got to take, per- take the pressure off you. You got to take the focus off you. So that's the first thing. How do a person do that? How do you take the focus off of you? Well, you take the focus off you by being aware of what other people are doing, by watching other people and appreciating and cherishing them for what they do. So the thing I want people to do this week, I want you to take one person a day and send them a text message telling them something that you love or appreciate or grateful for about them. Yeah, that's how you take the focus off you, that you literally start looking for the good in other people. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the things that I do regularly is, you know, I'll, I'll text people out the blue and say, man, I, I'm really appreciative of, you know, whatever they did at whatever point it was in my life. You know, it could have been when we were 23 years old. I really appreciate it when I didn't have a car. You know how you used to pick me up on your way to work. Because had I not gotten through those couple months with no car, I wouldn't have been able to to get a car. And I wouldn't have been able to get where I was trying to go in life. So, you know, even if it's 20 years later, text them and say thank you. You know, 
text people and say, man, I really appreciate the friend you were to me when I didn't have a friend. Because see, now, not only are you feeling better because you're in such a positive space, because you're remembering things that are wonderful and and and, and peaceful and, and joy bringing. So now it changes your focus. You know, it's a lot easier to be happy when you're saying kind things. You know, you know, the the baton, you know, the power of the tongue is, you know, what is it, life and death? I'm struggling for the scripture, you know. Life and death are in the power of the tongue. Thank you very much. So we want to, so we want to speak life. You know, so pick five people. You know, it could be mothers, brothers, sisters, cousins, friends, lovers, whomever, and text them and tell them how much you you cherish their friendship. Tell them how much you appreciate them. You know, and be detail you know literally my challenge to you in this is literally sit down and think about it like what am i grateful for you know when did this person show up for me you know and how could i say the kindest thing possible to them you know how could i say the kindest thing possible how could i say the warmest thing possible how could i say something that would really show how much i appreciate them And for the people who are like, man, ain't nobody doing that. My question to you is, if you truly reap what you sow and you're never sowing any seeds of love, how will you ever have a harvest of love? Yeah, for the people that's feeling, <clears throat> for the people that's feeling like that, you know, it's one of them things of why, right? What is right. it that you're lacking or that, that you're doing that's making you feel like, eh, I'm not taking time out for that. You know, are you a taker? What type of person are you? It's always a blessing to pour into somebody else, despite what it looked like, despite what it feel like sometimes, because you just may be that person that needs to send a confident text, you know, to change somebody's mood, to give them a little bit of hope, to, you know, be that encouraging factor for them in that moment, from the time the text was sent from you to that person, you know, you just altered their whole day. Maybe they was about to go commit suicide or run a car into a wall. I mean, I don't know. I'm just thinking the worst, <laughs> right? Well, well, not only that, but like, what is it that you're really afraid of? Are you afraid of being rejected? You know, are you afraid that, you know, saying something kind, you know, and I know men struggle with this, you know, yeah that, you know, we say something kind and, you know, you're going to now see us as less masculine. You know, okay. but the reality is, is, as you're sitting there contemplating whether or not you should listen to Saddam or not, it is courageous and bold to be kind. Anybody can be negative. It takes no effort whatsoever to criticize somebody. None. You know, but what it does do is it takes a lot of humility to say something kind and be grateful for the people in your life. And with that being said, just try it, you know, try, you know, once today, once tomorrow, you know, cause we want to ultimately build up the habit of being kind. Cause see, kind is strong. Nice is weak. You know, a lot of people are nice. And basically what nice is, is I'm going to do something with an expectation. 
know, I'm going to treat you to a meal because I want you to like me. You know, and that's what a lot of guys will do. They'll take you wherever you want to go because they want you to like them because they want you to sleep with them. You know, and then when you don't, you know, you know exactly what you get. You get all types of anger and all types of mean, disrespectful treatment and, and words and actions. You know, but that same person, it is it, like they flipped a switch. But this is who they really were the whole time. It's just <clears throat> it's just that they thought that if they showed you a different face, that it would get a different result. Mm-hmm. You know, see, kind is regardless of how you treat me, this is the right thing to do. You know, regardless of whether or not we're not getting along, regardless of whether or not you think I'm a punk, regardless of whether or not you think I'm a simp, the right thing to do is to say thank you. You know, and I'm man enough to say thank you. Mm-hmm. You know, if the right thing is to apologize, the kind thing is to apologize, then I'm going to say <laughs> I'm sorry. You know, I'm not worried about the recompense as much as I am looking at myself in the mirror and being able to stand myself tomorrow. You know, so that's what we want to do. We want to f- figure out what's the kindest most appreciative things that I could say to somebody else. And the flip side of that for, you know, you people at home is the great relationships, the great friendships, that's how they work. It is. You're supposed to be an encouraging factor to people who are close to you because without the uplifting of others, you know, you stay down in a, in a place. It's hard to get through life alone you definitely need at least one person that you can consider friend. I um I did a post this morning on Facebook and mm-hmm. it said know your place in people's lives and act accordingly. It's mm-hmm. my pride and self-respect. Two things you don't fight for is true love and true friends that come naturally. So sending a text message to your friend, <laughs> right? Should right. be a natural thing to do. You shouldn't be like, oh my God, I need to just text her and tell her she's beautiful. You you got the wrong mindset, first of all. And then maybe that's not the right friend because you're looking at it and kind of being heavy about it, judgmental about it, not knowing if you should or not. And especially, you know, and flip side to that, some people don't know how to (laughs) that's cute some people don't know how to accept encouraging things and so maybe that's what's causing your hesitation but sometimes we have to keep pushing you know sometimes we have to keep pushing and keep saying those encouraging things to help build that person up because maybe all of that person has been around has been negativity chaos and conflict but now here you are this ray of light and they wondering where the heck she come from you know, why she won't go away? Why do she keep texting me? Why do she call and check on me? But this is something that you need in your life. And it's okay to feel and wake those emotions up that's been suppressed, you know. So um, just be that true friend and, and let it all happen naturally. Absolutely. And the, and the piggyback that, and, and it clarifies well, these are not meant to be romantic texts. These are not meant to be sexual texts. Thank you. So we're not <laughs> we're not talking about how beautiful you are, you know, in the sense of your physical beauty, you know, you know, 
we want to be more your heart appreciative. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I really admire the way you persevere. I really admire the way that you're handling your divorce. I really admire how, you know, you stick into your exercise plan. Man, I'm really impressed, you know, by the kind of mother you are. You know, you want to point out the traits and qualities of the person, the things that you cherish and appreciate. Man, I really appreciate, you know, how you came through for me, you know, last month. Mm-hmm. You know, like this is not a way for you to to be weird and creepy, you know, with somebody. <laughs> you know, this is a way for you to really say I appreciate you. Because that'll get you on a block list being weird and creepy. <laughs> like real fast i'm sorry exactly and don't get me wrong i mean i've exercised these 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 same text messages and the comment too you know depending on the person you know it's it's been received very well there have been some other people who are kind of like huh what's that about my man i just want to say thank you and their own insecurities about or should i say trust you know or you know whatever the word is you know their own lack of trust, for lack of a better way of saying, has them skeptical. But if you continue to do it, then you build these bonds and these friendships and these relationships with people because now they see you as somebody who cares for them. And what did we say last week? People don't care what you know until they know that you care. Mm-hmm. You know, Now you see people who want to be around you. You see people who are like, man, you know, see, she get it. You know, I feel closer to her because she's expressing that she does appreciate me. You know, so now that person is less likely to betray you. That person is less likely to sleep with your boyfriend. That person is less likely to steal money out of your purse. You know, if you have those kind of friends, you know, because now you're pouring into them and you're developing a bond with them. And when you have a bond with people, and a love and an affinity and an affection for each other, you fight for each other, you protect each other, you sacrifice for each other. And that's the type of friendships we really want, number one. And number two, that's the type of friendships you really need to prosper in this world. You know, because those are the people that will be on the lookout for an opportunity for you. You know, my girl, she need a job. You know, but because you've proven to be a solid person of high morals and ethics, they can confidently recommend you to their boss. Mm-hmm. You know, so again, take the focus off you and be grateful to the people around you and be thankful. And what it'll also help you do is it'll also help you focus on the good things in life. Yeah. You know, like everything isn't as bad as you think it is. You know, you know, you're you're doing better than you think you are. You're just only focusing on the two or three things that you're not getting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know? But the very fact that you're figuring out how to make it says that there are opportunities available to you. And the fact that you can listen to this podcast says that there's opportunities waiting for you. You just have to walk into them. Yeah, and it goes back to what I was saying last week about the reviews, right? Mm-hmm. Are you one of those people that go out searching for the one-star review so you can figure out why not to buy it? Or are you a five-star, four-star person trying to figure out the, the positive sides of why you should buy it, right? Right. <clears throat> I mean, even with me, like, like I bump into people, run into people all the time that I don't even know are watching me. 
I mean, whether it be my exercise program, whether it be the stuff that I do on YouTube or stuff I do on Facebook or stuff I do on IG, you know, I don't know they watch it. And then I run into them and they're like, man, you are so inspiring. Or man, I see you out here every day getting it. You know, so like, I don't know, but trust and believe there's somebody looking at you, looking to you, gaining something from you. And the fact that you told that same person that you appreciated them made their day. You know, and that's the definition behind integrity, you know, doing doing something when you don't know that people are watching you. You're still within your character. You're still being you. People are still drawn to you. Right. That that Yeah, that's integrity. And that's a good place to be in, because if it was more people walking around like that, then the world would be a better place. But it starts on the inside. It starts with us to go out here and be that person. Well, to, to, to piggyback with that in, in my um book, God Wants You to Dominate. And not that I'm pitching the book. I mean, it's a good book. You're, you're talking. We're good. And we no, can't I, pitch the book. God Wants You to Dominate on Amazon, Kindle, however you read. Yes, it's out there. It, it exists. You know, <laughs> you know, bestseller in multiple countries. But in the book, you know, I talk about, you know, many are called, but few are chosen. And it's like, Many people have the opportunity to get what God wants to give them. You know, like that's that's available. You know, mm-hmm. believe in your heart, confess with your mouth. You know, but at some point you have to be trustworthy with the blessing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> at some point, you got to be flexible enough to get on a podcast after talking to somebody and them saying, Hey, we need to do it twice a week. You know, at some point you got to be able to get on a plane and go visit a client. You know, in order to get that expansion of your territory, you know, you got to be willing to do more. You got to be more ethical, you know, more diligent, you know, Mm -hmm. more attentive to get the bigger, better thing that you say you want. You know, we probably we we, we want our territories enlarged, but we want to work them the same way we worked our old garden. Yeah, it don't work like that. So, Yeah. yeah, we're trying to to offer some breadcrumbs and offer some pathways for you, but ultimately the work is yours. You know, so yeah, that's that's step one. We we want to get five people. And like I said, I challenge you to figure out the kindest thing that you could say, the most appreciative thing you could say. So that when you send the text, it's the best text that you could send. You know, and watch what happens. And not a text of trying to jump into bed with the person. Just be uplifting. It's more to life than trying to get in them jeans. Although it's okay to get in the jeans, you mm-hmm. know, get some of them sweet watery guts from time to time, you know. But um, no. <laughs> well, here we. But but that's a great segue, by the way. That's a great segue. That was a wonderful segue into number two, and number two is you know for your spouses, you know for your children and your partners. And it's two part, you know, well, actually it's three parts, but we'll start with the first one. The first one is, you know, get around the people, your, your spouse, your boyfriend, your children, and just ask them what they're looking forward to this week. I know that sounds real simple, but yeah. <laughs> so what are you looking Some forward to not, this you know? week? Yeah. You know, it's Sunday, it's Monday. In this case, it's Monday. If you listen to it on Monday, you know, start it on a Sunday, make it a habit. Like, what are you guys looking forward to this week? You know, now it seems like a simple thing, but again, you want to focus on the good. 
mm-hmm. and you want to build rapport with your, your spouse and your children so you can see exactly where the head is at you know i'm looking forward to going back to school because i miss my classmates um I'm looking forward to getting paid because I want to buy some new shoes. I'm looking forward to, uh, you know, this album dropping. So now you kind of can get an idea of how they think. Let's talk about Xander real quick. (laughs) What are you looking forward to this week? (laughs) Well, you know, he always attempts to protect me. That's, Mm -hmm. That's the protector. And so he said, Mom, I need a pair of shoes, but I don't want you to spend your money because I'm watching you help mm-hmm. everybody else. Okay. That was mm-hmm. first of all. And so I said, okay. He said, well, I'm going to use my own money. I said, mm-hmm. okay. So I gave Xander $110 out of his own money, mm-hmm. but his sister was here. And so she went and picked him up from school, said, come on, little brother, let's go and get you some shoes. Cause you've been wanting to go. Okay. They get to the mall. And Xander goes in the store. He said, Mm-mm, them shoes too high. Mom can buy them shoes, right? Well, I got this $110. Let's go to to the Blue Zoo. So they goes in the mall to the Blue Zoo and he letting the birds land on his arms and they having them a really good time. So they leave there and mm-hmm. they go to IHOP. That's one of his favorite places. So he can get some pancakes. So now they Let's go, go and... <laughs> So now they at IHOP and, you know, they're having brother, sister time together. They went somewhere else. So he comes home and he goes, well, can you put this money back in my bank? He said, because I didn't use it all. But you really thought that if you give me $110, I was going to buy some shoes. Them shoes cost too much. You could get them for me. But I really enjoyed myself today. Thank you so much. Right. It was like, oh my God, but it goes back to what what do your kids want? What what do your partner want? Right. And so if you're just listening to the things that they're saying, like here's a, a child sitting here listening, you know, and although he acts as though he's not, he's paying attention. Mm-hmm. And and he's being mindful, being aware of what I'm doing as far as finances is concerned. So we always need to be mindful of our surroundings and what's going on with the little people in our lives because down the line, it's going to be big impacts that are being made. So he's planting seeds. I'm planting seeds with him and saving, you know, and different things like that. And he's watching. So, yeah, that's all I wanted to say. (laughs) Shout out to Xander. And just with that being said, it's like the the ultimate goal is we're doing all of this because we want to have better relationships. We want to have more cohesive family life, you know, where there is less drama, where there is um, less arguing, fighting, and violence. You know, we want to be able to be in a home where people can communicate and feel like they belong. You know, not that they have to hide their true feelings and emotions or that they feel that, you know, they're being treated unfairly or that they feel like, you know, they're being taken advantage of. Mm-hmm. You know, and if you sit down with me and you start to talk to me about how I feel and you really listen, you'll learn some stuff. You know, you'll really learn some stuff, you know, which leads me into the second piece of this, which is, you know, asking people what's on their heart and mind. Now, this is one that 
is important because when people tell you, I'm gonna give you a little bonus, little bonus on that. When people tell you what's on their heart and mind, say and what else? Okay. Whatever they say, your job is to say and what else? Because that first thing they tell you, that's gonna be the first safe thing they could come up with. That's not gonna pin, that's not gonna piss you off. That's not gonna make you kick them out of the family. You know, but if you really sit there and say, and what else, then that forces them to think a little bit more. It forces them to think a little bit deeper. It forces them to dig a little bit deeper and be a little bit more honest. I'm going to uh, rad you back on that one. So in saying what else, right, don't take that information and use it as a weapon down the line. Right. Because somebody was being open enough to share these inner thoughts with you. We always ask, why do people shut down? <clears throat> well, it's because we toss it, tend to toss it back at them. So we why would I want to come and tell you something if you're going to use it as ammunition against me? I don't want to be shot at, you know. It don't feel good. And it's, and, it's a, and it's a betrayal of trust. You know, if I trust you enough to tell you how I really feel, then I need you to be kind. You know, I need you to be gentle. I don't need you to then become defensive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, if I say what's on my heart and mind, I don't need you to then be like, well, you know, you just don't know how to be loved <laughs> like, mm-hmm. or imply that something's wrong with me. You know, because a lot of times, you know, and I had this conversation this morning, like, you know, we want, you know, you know, and I'm speaking for women. You know, and I don't want to speak for women, but, you know, this is my experience with women, you know, that you want him to be kind to you. You want him to be supportive of you. You want him to be empathetic towards you. You want him to be understanding towards you. But then when he asks for those same things in return, you're broken. You're healing. There are things you're processing, you know. So now he comes through the door. He's had a bad day and he needs some attention and some affection and some love. So now you're looking at him going, simp, punk, you know, that ain't masculine. But then when you come through the door with a bad day, you need him to rub feet and run bath water and pour your glass of wine and, you know, rub on your shoulders and hug on you and kiss on you till it's going to be okay. So what I need you to remember, whether you're a man or a woman, is that we're human. And every human being has an emotional need that they are looking for their partner to feel, you know, whether it's to be encouraging, whether it's to be kind, whether it's to be supportive, you know, to tell you that you look good, to tell you that, you know, you're smart, you know, there's something that we all need and it doesn't make you less masculine. It doesn't make you a wimp or a simp. If you're a man and you need it, you know, you know, and I just saw, um, and that's funny. I just saw two people, male and female, um, conversing and the girl was standing there with her hand on her hip and then folded her arms talking at him. Right. So mm-hmm. all of this body language and tone, all of these things are important when you're relaying this information to anybody <laughs> within any relationship, work, school, partnership, whatever it is. A person needs to be able to receive what it is you're saying to them. You, honey, you look good today. 
right? That's a good way. Mm. Uh, you would have looked better if you had that other outfit on, but you look good. Don't insult me and then compliment me. Right. Because you might as well keep it. So that's something to keep in mind as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean the critical compliment. You know, it's like, yeah. yeah it's it was kind compliment. of a compliment, but not really. Yeah. You know, your you, hair cute, but why did you get that color? You know, I mean it's cute if, if that's what you're gonna wear, you know. Like it's like it's backhanded, it's demeaning, it is going to ultimately undo your household. Yeah. You know, because again, if I come home, male or female, and it's been a difficult day at work and I've been doing everything possible to try to fit in, to get promoted, to, to keep my job, you know, to get some extra hours so that I could take care of our house and I could take care of my spouse and our kids. And then I get home and the first words out of your mouth, lead me to believe that you don't appreciate me. Lead me to believe that you're not grateful for this hard work I put in. How likely am I to continue to do it? Look, I'm like, and a critical compliment is what, you know, made my favorite outfit a hoodie and a pair of leggings, a jeans, a joggers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, you know, so again, like you, you want, you know, we're talking about the keys to having great friendships and great relationships. You know, the great relationships, people are kind and careful with their words. You know, I've never seen two people who have a great relationship who don't talk glowingly about one another. Right. You know, man, my wife is the best thing since sliced bread. You know, girl, my husband, whoo, that, 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 now that's a husband. You know, like those are the people with the great relationships. But that stuff starts in the house with how you talk to each other. You know, if you're well, constantly even, criticizing each other, <laughs> How are you building each other up so when you go into the world, you have the ammunition and the armor necessary to be successful? Well, and then I want to slide the children back in there, right? Mm -hmm. So if you're growing up in a chaotic household and, you know, kids look at the household like, okay, mom equals love, mm -hmm. dad equals love, right? This is our safe haven. We're supposed to be safe here. But then you have parents who's belittling you, calling you fat, calling you stupid, calling you dumb. Mm -hmm. Those are the seeds that is being planted in those children's head. Mm -hmm. So then when they go out and they rob the bank or shoot up the gas station or hit the old person over their head or whatever uh, yes. ill can come out of that, you let's, know, it's let's, like... Let's, let's, let's bring that back a little bit closer to the house. Those are the same kids that don't have to take care of your behind when you're old. But maybe <laughs> those right? are those are the, those are the same folks that you're gonna need to take you to the doctor. Yeah, those but... are the same folks that you might have to live with someday. And if you treat them like crap now, how they gonna treat you when they got the upper hand? You know, when the rabbit has the gun, so to speak. Yeah. You know, I mean, let's be clear. You know, we talk about men and, and failing health all the time. You know, I don't know where men with failing health who don't take care of their kids live when they get old. Hmm. You know, I mean, I don't know how that works. You know, you 60 some odd years old and you on dialysis and they talking about, you know, maybe taking a foot or a leg. Yeah. Who are you going to live with? Who going to take you to them appointments? You have treated the woman bad. You have treated the kids bad. Now what? Mm -hmm. You know, your daddy, you know, your daddy can't meet died. your grandkids. Right. You know, your daddy dies and now your mama got all this house she can't afford. 
who's gonna pay bills over there if she never treated anybody with any kind of respect? So do understand, because I assume most of the people listening to this are adults, that life be life in. <laughs> and you may get to a point where you can't take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, you may get to a point where you might need some financial assistance. You know, I mean, we see a lot of kids move away from home, you know, and when they move away, we're like, oh, well, you know, they down there and wherever. But then you get a little bit older and you never see your grandkids. You get a little bit older and mm-hmm. they, you can't come stay with them. You get a little bit older. You realize they didn't move away. They ran away. You know, so we want to what's on your heart? What's on your mind? You know, we want to be the person that they can talk to before they go do something stupid. You, know, you want to be the person that can be a safe space so that you can really know your partner, really know your kids, and really nurture and love and guide them. And but see, if they don't, go ahead. I was just gonna say, but the you know the seeds are important, and you get a, a very small percentage. You know, say the household had ten kids in it, and mm. this is the way you were talking to them. Mm. Out of 10 kids, you may get two that go off and be successful. And when you look at it in terms of the blessing on the household, here's 10 people that was in your house, all educated and could have been millionaires, billionaires between 10 people in the house. The household could have been billionaires owning properties and everything else. But because of your word choices and the seeds you planted in them, you created negativity and chaos. And so then the family is missing out. And I don't think people look at stuff like that. You know, when we moved to Spokane, my thing was, is what can I do for these children? It wasn't about me anymore. And that's sad because that's the way I live life. It's not about me. It's about everybody else. You know, so I don't know. But we don't help people we don't like. Let's just be real clear. <laughs> I do, you know what? I, I do help people that I don't like. You know, so, you know as your brother, yeah, and y'all said, talk about me all the as time. As your brothers have said, uh, here we go. I, you are not my brother, so don't uh, be bringing them into this. <laughs> they say you, you are, you are one of one. <laughs> this is a look. This is a, a brother-free zone because they say a lot of stuff about me. <laughs> But the majority of I'm people, the unicorn. Right, the majority <laughs> of people help people they like. You know, but the reality is, is you know, biblically the Bible says that hey, he drew us through love and kindness. Yes. You know, so being loving, being kind helps people feel better about you and it helps you feel better about yourself. You know, I feel much better as a loving, kind person. My energy different. I bounce different mm-hmm. than, oh, my God, I can't stand these folks. Oh, I hate being here. You know, and if I am loving and kind and when people are on their way home and they know they're coming home to somebody who's loving and kind and supportive that they could laugh and joke with. And they feel like they belong there and they feel like this is where I'm supposed to be. How likely are they then to cheat on you? <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, we talk about a whole lot of um, infidelity and things of that nature. But a lot of that is I want to be somewhere I belong. You know, I want to feel like I'm at home when I'm at home. And if I feel like I'm at home when I'm at home, then I don't want to leave home. You know what? Because and then I'm about to 
uh, segue us and into our third point. <clears throat> well, we might have to table the third point. We have 40 uh-uh, I'm going to take us in because that's right there at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, because you start talking about being at home, right? Mm-hmm. Want to be happy at home. Well, a lot of people turn to work and they would rather work than be at home. So then what does your work environment look like? Mm -hmm. The home with you or at work with their work wife? Is that what you're saying? (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, a lot of people would rather spend their time at work. Like I I just, I'd rather go find some busy work to do. It don't even have to be work at an actual job. It could just be daily routines, errands, runs all day long. Everywhere because they don't want to be you. around you. Right. Everywhere but with you. You know, she up at the church all day. You know, like she did she to clean the whole church, did the announcements, everything. Just because she don't want to go home. Mm-hmm. You know, he over his partner house. They ain't doing nothing. They just standing there looking at each other outside, talking about the Bulls, talking about the Lakers, talking about whomever, because they don't want to go home. You know, same thing with your kids. You know, you have your kids not feeling at home at home, then they'll never come visit you. They'll never bring the grandkids there. But if you're, so what's on your heart? Man, what's, what's going on with you? You know, and you can do it without judging or without then turning into the victim, you know, and making it about you. The negative Nancy. All right. The criticizer. You know, because I mean, we talk about success a lot and success is a tricky thing because define it. You know, I mean, you could be lower working class person and you move into a house and you could pay your bills and you got a little bit of savings. That's successful. (laughs) It is. You know, but if you're constantly saying, well, you know, I want to be, you know, in a four or five hundred thousand dollar house and I want a foreign car and I want to take vacations. And I want to have shoes that got red on the bottom. And even though I'm going to walk on them, I still need them to be red on the bottom. You know, mm-hmm. now all of a sudden you start looking at all the stuff you don't have. Yeah. And you get discouraged. Yeah. You know, again, you know, we want to try to stay as close to grateful as possible, as close to mindful as possible. Because, again, you're talking about, you know, my husband, he keep a roof over our head. You know, yeah, he might not be able to put us out there in, in the in the nice $400,000 houses, but we're not missing no meals. You know, and that's a great accomplishment. <laughs> you yeah. know, man, you know, mama, you know, mama doing the best she can. Yeah, I might not have no Jordans, but, you know, I ain't barefoot. You know, mama doing the best she can. You know, I appreciate that. You know, but if you're constantly thinking, I deserve more, I should have more. Now you're putting all the focus on you, you know. But we want to take the focus off us and say, man, I'm really grateful for what you are doing. Because what we find out, unfortunately, is when it's taken away from us, then we realize that we was cool with it. Hmm. Yeah, like when you had a husband, you know, you might not have quote unquote the best husband, you know, but now when you have no husband and you got to shovel your own snow, it's like, hmm, yeah, this might not have been as bad as I thought it was. Yeah, you just move somewhere where they can take care of it for you. Yeah, well, even when you don't have a wife, you know, it's like, man, you know, 
Yeah, she might not have been a Coke bottle, but man, you know, when I was sick, <laughs> you know, she went and got their flu and made me chicken soup and, you know, sat there and rubbed Vicks on my chest and, you know, because what happens most of the time and, you know, tell me if I'm wrong, is we just don't feel appreciated. You know, we would move heaven and earth for people if they just appreciated it. Yeah, I think that's a lot of households, you know, respect, appreciation and communication. Just a simple thank you. You know, if your first words in the door to somebody or from somebody are negative, how likely am I to go home? Because realistically, all we're trying to do is go someplace to feel appreciated and feel like we belong because the appreciation says that this is what I should be doing. You know, the appreciation says that this is where I should be doing it. You know, but if you're not appreciative of it, then maybe I'm doing the wrong thing for the wrong person. And if you really truly take the step back and stop listening to other people and stop letting other people get in your business because you're negative and you're ungrateful and you're resentful and you're entitled in your head to so much more than you're getting, you'll realize that, man, my life ain't that bad. I ain't missing no meals. You know, I'm in good health. You know, I remember the old folks say, you know, God blessed me with a reasonably good portion of health. And when you realize that there are so many people who don't have health, then you're like, oh, yeah, this is a blessing, you know. Mm-hmm. And the old folks say that because they didn't been a whole bunch of funerals. So they know what it's like to have good health because they've seen people die again and again and again. So with that being said, first and foremost, what are you looking forward to this week? So you can just kind of get a gauge on, on what they got going on. And then you can figure out where you fit in. Like, oh, okay. How can I help you get there this week? Oh, okay. You're looking forward to the dance on Friday. Well, how are you getting there? You need a ride? Mm-hmm. No. Oh, mom, I got it. It's okay. You know, so-and-so mama going to take us. Oh, hmm. Okay, cool. Well, I need to meet her. <laughs> mm-hmm. So now you know what's going on with your kids. You know, the last thing you want is people to have things that they feel good about and you not know nothing about them. You know, what are you looking forward to? Oh, well, you know, I got a new podcast coming out. Oh, well, cool. I'm going to check it out. You know, so now they feel like you care. They feel like you engaged. They feel like you with them. We're on the same side. So, again, it is it is about being in partnership with someone. And if you truly want to have the great relationship, where they don't cheat, where they're loyal to you, where they got your back, you know, it starts by getting to know them and engaging with them. You know, what you looking forward to? What's on your heart? What's on your mind? Well, you know, I've just been really thinking, man, that we could really, you know, do a little bit better with our health. Oh, well, what, what, what else? You know, I'm thinking maybe we could both lose about 10, 15 pounds this summer. Oh, really? Yeah, you know, I've been watching this guy on Facebook. You know, he's talking about skipping a meal and walking a mile. Oh, I'm going to have to check him out. And now, end of the summer, maybe you lose 10, 15 pounds. You know, you feel better. You look better. He feel better. His blood pressure, your blood pressure, his diabetes, you know what I'm saying? All that stuff is improving. You know, your heart's stronger. Your legs are stronger. 
know, and that might really ultimately affect whether or not you got a healthy love life or not. Mm -hmm. Might be the difference between divorce and a sexless marriage or, you know, or having a beautiful, wonderful, you know, relationship with somebody where, you know, it's sun going down and y'all walking and holding hands and like this thing could really, you know, turn around for you just with a few little adjustments. Because even if you're in a rocky situation, rocky relationship, rocky marriage, I'm telling you, you know, what's on your heart and mind <laughs> might be the beginning of something new. You know? Might be the beginning of, you know, her feeling a little bit differently about you. Like, well, he care. She might have been thinking about leaving your ass. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, so this this what's on your heart and mind might say your marriage or say your relationship you know and you know i mean that's where we're at you know so again just to recap where we've gotten mm-hmm. you know what we want to do is man want to take the five people one a day and just hey man send them kind thoughtful appreciative G to PG rating. (laughs) (laughs) Telling you, telling them what you appreciate about them. Mm. You know, what's the kindest thing that you could say about something they've done towards you? You And then two is, you know, and this is great with your spouses, your children, your partners, you know, you know, number one, what are you looking forward to? You know, like, mm-hmm. what do you look forward to this week? You know, so we can be excited together about the thing that you're looking forward to. So we could be supportive of the thing that they're looking forward to and assist in it. Because we know if people trust us with the things that they feel excited about and we're excited about them too, it strengthens our bond. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing is realistically just getting in there and saying, man, what's on your heart and mind? You know, because it might be some stuff that you need to know. You know, like I said, she might be thinking, I'm tired. You know, I need a vacation. I'm tired. I just need you to maybe, you know, cook for the next couple of days. I'm tired. And if you can't have that conversation with that person, they're going to rest their head somewhere else. Mm-hmm. You know, like you didn't necessarily change the world. You just showed that you cared about the world that they were in. You know, like at least you gave me a chance to get it off my chest. And if you're something you can do, then it gives you the opportunity to do it. But if you never know what the other person's going through, then how do you then be a better partner to them? You know, so that's where we're at with those two. So do you want to do number three or do you want to save number three? We can save number three for next week. Well, Wednesday, what do you mean next week? <laughs> no, because Wednesday where we went from negative, we have to do positivity. So right. and this, this is this will be part two on Wednesday. No, we can battle it out on this podcast. I don't care. There you go. See, they be saying you all sweet and kind, but they're your dukes. <laughs> <laughs> you be ready to fight. Yeah, I know. You know, Wednesday we did negativity, right? We got to recover that. And then we want to tell those listeners how to turn things into positivity. Just keep tuning in. You'll get the part two. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That this this part two will come next week. Um, 
and we'll just be speaking on exercises for your employer. How can you go in and turn some things around? Um, and so take away, go ahead. What you say? I say, cause it all goes together. I mean, you know, yeah. an elite level adult, you know, is physically fit, mentally fit and financially fit. So we don't just want to, you know, have you in a better mental state, but then you worried about your bills. You know, we don't want to put you in a, a good state financially, but then your house is falling apart and we don't need the house or the finances to fall apart. And you don't because now yeah. you live a long life in a, a tore up house with no money. So, and we don't need y'all to, you know, to think like we all gods as far as giving advice and things like that. And if oh, it don't no. work, it's our fault. Y'all better try to get it together for yourself. No, absolutely not. I mean, the challenge is to start to figure out how you can make these things a part of your life. You know, not just copy what we do, but how you can tailor it to your family, you know, which is why what's on your heart and mind, you know, what are you looking forward to this week? You, you wow, what's you. the most kind thing you could say? You, <laughs> you. <laughs> I got mine, you know, I know what I'm going to say, you know, but I don't want you just to paste and copy mine. You know, I want you to come up with your own, you know, because these people are affecting your life and you want to be positively affecting theirs. And what I do want to do is I want to see people giving us some praise reports and putting some stuff in the comments because we doing it. But we need to know what we need to do better. What we need to know what's working so we can then take the best of the best and reshare those pieces, you know, so constantly you know give us feedback we we not afraid of it you know we ain't gonna put our dukes up and you know feel like you know if you say something that we didn't necessarily do or you didn't necessarily understand and you want us to cover in a little more detail that that's you picking on us that ain't how we work you know mm -hmm. we know that god chases the one that he loves so you know constructive criticism is welcome <laughs> mm -hmm. we ain't got them type of egos at least i don't you know, country might punch you in the face, but you know. Then relax and release. No, she won't. No, she won't. <laughs> it, it, look, this, this mm, I'll keep everything that I was going to say to myself. I'll just hold it in. So, ready for some takeaways? Go ahead. All right. So, we have to be mindful in all things that what we speak from our mouth does have power. So if we're releasing negative things into the atmosphere, that's what we are going to receive back. If we're putting more positive things out there, then that's what we'll receive back. This texture, friends, just giving them kudos, some type of praise, that should be a part of your friend routine anyway, whether it's a partner, spouse, children, whoever it is. Yes, if they sir. are close to you, if they are close to you, they are in your square, triangle, circle, whatever, you know, shape you want to use, you should be giving them praise. Speak positivity into your circle um, because once one person is uplifted, that uplifts the next person and so on and so forth. It's a domino effect. Keep your critical com compliments to yourself. It's not nice to tell somebody <laughs> oh, that dress looked pretty, but you should have had it on in a different color or you should have chose a different bra or you should have let your hair down versus pulling it up. But you look nice, though. Keep those kind of comments to yourself because that those are just dings, scars on a person, and it affects your relationship long term. 
And it pushes people away from you. It pushes people away. When people say what's on their heart and mind, ask them what else. And don't throw it back at them because it's a betrayal of trust. Stop looking at things you don't have because that'll keep you discouraged. Be thankful for what you do have. And those things become big things because God will see that you are worthy and you're appreciating the little things. So now I can trust you to bless you with the bigger things. And so always remember respect, appreciation, and communication. And most of all, Sadan does have a book out there. And it's um, he God. He, well, he has two. But the one that he spoke about today is God wants you to dominate. Right. And so, um, so now you can give that information and then take us away. Okay, let's just you know, watch the books go. There are two. Um, it's the big picture, you know, Secrets to Being Rich for Someone Who's Rich, which is co written by me and Dwayne Ransford, one of the richest black men in the country. Um, you can find that on Amazon. And then there's also God Wants You to Dominate, international bestseller, my first book, my baby. Um, you can how many copies did it sell? Um, there were, I guess, maybe about 6,000 total downloads. Okay. So, yeah. We had number one in Canada. We were number one in the U.S. And Christian education and business coaching. Do it come with a workbook? It does not. You going to work um, on the workbook? The big picture comes with the workbook, but my first book does not. But maybe when we re-release it, you know, we'll come out with a workbook. But if you are looking for, speaking of workbooks or any kind of additional um, anything, just go to growingrich.com. There's plenty of blogs and step-by-steps that you can actually use to you know improve your finances, improve your health, improve your mental fitness as well. So, I mean, there's a ton of resources out there, growingrich.com. Um, yeah, and the books are available on Amazon and you can just put in S-A-D-O-N, capital D-O-N, I'm sorry. S-A, capital D-O-N. <laughs> my mama will get me. <laughs> so, well, you got me. So. Yeah, that's what I said. My mama, get, that's what I said. My mama gonna get us both. You know, long, L-O-N-G. Um, and you can get them both there. I mean, I recommend them. Again, they're great books. So is it hard copy and uh, what, Kindle downloads? You can Kindle download them both. Um, you can get hard copies of the big picture. Um, hard copies are not available uh, for God Wants You to Dominate. I guess when we re-release it, we'll probably have hard copies available. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, because I don't like reading off of the tablets and stuff. Well, this paper, it's, it's available in paperback, so you can mark it up. Because the, the God wants you to dominate. I wanted people to be able to put it in their purse, put it in their bag, be able to write all over it, you know, and really use it. I mean, at the end of each chapter, there are questions that you should answer. And I just wanted people, I wanted it to be interactive. So that's why we only did the paperback version. But on the re-release, you know, when we have our anniversary of it, then maybe we'll put together a workbook. And some other okay. stuff to go with it. But again, if you do need step by step stuff, you can go to growingrich.com. Um, just click on the blog, and there's a ton of stuff there about health, as well as you know my other job, you know, which is helping people make money, you know, online um, through email using free social media. So that's my other little hustle that I got, you know, that's generated millions of dollars. But you no, know, again. We're here now trying to be servants. We're here trying to give you everything that we can to 
to to get you where God wants you to go because God has truly blessed us um with wisdom and health and to overcome a whole lot of failures in my case you know like this this is this is stuff that I I learned the hard way you know by bumping my head and being in the hospital and being fired so none of this stuff is me coming to you saying I got it all together you know this is all literally what I've learned from recovering what I've learned from overcoming, you know, these are my testimonies about my tests. So, you know, with that being said, you know, I'm giving you, you know, the best that I got, you know, and that is all I got is my best. And I want to share that with the world. Cause I really know how hard it was for me to get the weight off. I know how hard it was for me to, to not feel like, um, I wasn't getting what I was supposed to get and how resentful it made me, you know, I talk about being bitter, you know, cause when you are fat and invisible, now it's like you taking it out on the people around you, you know, and it wasn't the people, it was me. You know, people started treating me better when I started acting better. Mm-hmm. You know? So that's why I'm sharing. Cause I know what it's like to be the person in the room that nobody wants to see coming. Like here he come with all of those negative stuff again. He always looking at the negative and looking at the downside and killing everybody's dreams and spirits. You know, but I've over time learned how to be a much kinder person. And it's paid off. It's paid off in my friendships. It's paid off and being asked to be, you know, country's co-host, you know, once or twice a week. You know, that didn't come because I was some jerk to her. <laughs> I wish she would have been a jerk. Cause we know you fight. I know. <laughs> oh, see here we go. <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> go on, go on, hit him with it. <laughs> no, you was talking. Go on, finish speaking freely. Okay, but yeah. So again, we wanted also. Um, we've been kind of throwing scriptures in there all all throughout the the pod or whatever, and you know we really want to try to incorporate that just to give you something to meditate on um each and every week so with that being said i think this week what did we decide on what did we decide on meaning what for the scripture um be what slow to speak okay here we go it's proverbs 14 29 Whoever is slow to anger has great understanding. But he who has hasty temper exalts folly. Yeah, I think that's the one. Yeah. Well, even if it's not, that, that's the one we're going to go with. We're going to go with Proverbs <laughs> 14, 29. We're going to call that guy and say, God wanted that way. <laughs> well, well, Xander walk, walked up on me. Uh, well, but yes, what's that, 14 and 29? Right. Yeah. So, but, and again, we want you to meditate on the scripture. Okay. So here it is. I'm sorry. Um, Wherefore, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath, for the wrath of man worketh not the righteousness of God. And so that's James chapter uh, one, verse 19 through 20. Okay. So. I was distracted. Xander was like, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe that ain't the one. Let me see what I can come up with. <laughs> yeah. Well, this yeah. stuff is happening in real time, guys. <laughs> <It's really laughs> 
<laughs> you know, and we ain't hiding the mistakes. <laughs> right. Not at all. Yeah, not hiding. So, but yeah, you know, and in, in regard to meditation, you know, just want to sit and breathe deeply. You know, um, I subscribe to the four four five, which is one, two, three, four on the end, hold one, two, three, four, and then exhale one, two, three, four, five. So it basically looks like deep breath, one, two, three, four, hold. One, two, three, four. Exhale. One, two, three, four, five. He's so, so cute. I need a whole 24 hours. <laughs> <laughs> so just quiet your mind. Meditate on your scripture and see what God has for you. You know, mm -hmm. and if you're always busy running around, when can God talk to you? Mm -hmm. So we just want you to make time to hear, because I believe that in those moments you are going to hear beautiful, wonderful things that you can use to uplift yourself, uplift your life, and uplift your family. And whenever you don't hear beautiful, wonderful things, it's your job, why owe you? to redirect the negative thoughts that's trying to creep in and turn that same verbiage into something positive. Just redirect it every single time. It's hard to do, but if it becomes routine, it can happen. It can happen. I've always been Princess Poppy, as the brothers of mine call me, right? I've always been that person, but it can happen. You do not have to be in a negative state of mind. You know, and depending on your location, if you're around, you know, just dark, gloomy clouds all the time, then you need to go take a drive or go take a beach. You know, I mean, go stroll to the beach or somewhere, a park that's nice and where you can just zen out. It's OK to have those moments for yourself because they are needed. You can't be cooped up in the house. You got to be outside. Exactly. And for, you know, men and women, vitamin D is good for you. It's great for your immune system to, you know, to go back to COVID. The people who struggled to recover and didn't recover from COVID were found to be vitamin D deficient. So get out there. If you got to put on some sunscreen, put on some sunscreen, you know, for my darker melanated people, y'all will probably be all right. But, you know, get outside, you know, get closer to the earth, you know. If that means just sitting outside on your porch, waving at the kids when they go by, do that. You know, if you don't have a porch, you know, go sit wherever you can, even if it's just sitting in your car, you know, you know, go sit in the car, but just get outside. And sometimes just, you know, one thing with COVID that really, you know, a lot of people that I encountered talked about in social service because I have a lot of friends that work in social science and social services. You know, they talked about now a lot of these kids were stuck in the house with their abusers. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. now you're in the house with the abusive boyfriend. Now you're in the house with, you know, the negative, you know, self, you know, deprecating mother. You know, now you're in the house with people who are triggering you and you triggering them. And, you know, so sometimes, hey, man, just, Go outside, practice your breathing, meditate on your scripture, you know, and find some peace. And then when you come back into the house, come in with a good attitude and say something kind. You know, because it'll change everything. I mean, realistically, it will change everything. 
Mm-hmm. You know, and I speak from experience. You know that the people who are kind to me and show up for me when I need needed help, man, I love them people, and I I do anything for them, <laughs> and they feel the same about me. You know, like there was a time when you know some of my friends didn't have it, and I did, and then there was a time when I didn't have it, and they did, mm-hmm. and nobody ever made the other feel bad. It's like, oh man, no problem, I got you. You know, so that's what we want. We want friendships that have reciprocity. We want relationships where people remain loyal and respectful. And start the podcast over, go back, play it again, take your notes so that you can then use the stuff to say your household. So I'm good. You good? <laughs> we good. And on that note, if you hang in there with me, I'm hanging out with you. Peace.